Hey folks, before we jump into the episode today, I just wanted to let you know about something that you might be interested in if you are considering making some kind of a career change. I have recently launched a self-paced online audio course called Meaningful Career Change, which is all designed to kickstart your mindful and meaningful career change journey with focus and intention. So if you're looking to avoid the overwhelm and get started on the right foot with some logical steps, practical exercises and insightful tips that draw on real life career change, coaching success stories from me, a seasoned career coach, straight to your headphones, then head on over to leadingbeings.com and follow the links to events and courses and you'll find the Meaningful Career Change course under the heading. All right, into the episode. Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Good Work Revolution podcast. I'm Kate McCready, and today I'll be joining you for a reflection episode. So if you're new to the podcast, a reflection episode happens every second week. And what I'll be doing is taking a theme or an idea that came out of my guest conversation in the previous week and just exploring it in a little bit more detail. If you did happen to miss that episode, do hop over into iTunes and have a listen. Or alternatively, you can head to my website at katemccready.com. This week, I will be reflecting on something that came out of my conversation with Julie Parker of the Beautiful You Life Coaching Academy. Julie and I touched on something in our chat, which was around the idea of really being true to who you are and embracing your true identity in the work that you do. In Julie's case, we were talking about uh, through branding in her business, but it's, I think, equally applicable to career. Something I hear a lot uh, when people are reflecting upon jobs or work or businesses that they're not really feeling fulfilled and inspired in anymore is that phrase, it just doesn't feel like me. And I think there's something really interesting in that. The idea that our work really needs to, to really gel with us as a person for us to connect into it and, and feel good about the work that we're doing. I really believe that it, it's quite core to our well-being. You know, if you don't feel aligned with what you're doing, if, it don't, if you don't feel like it really represents who you are, I think there's this disconnect or this disjointedness between your, your inner self, your personality um, and your outer world. And what I think that does is has a really profound effect on how we feel about ourselves, uh, how we feel day to day, and it really kind of threads through into our well-being more generally. I think we've all had those experiences where we've we've worked in a job that's just really a disconnect with who we are. You know, I can think of a few of mine, but a classic example was one of my very first jobs out of uh, university where I was working in a call centre and I felt like I was chained to my desk via my headset, you know, eight hours a day. 
it just so wasn't me. I wasn't getting to use my creativity. I wasn't getting to um, to work with people. I wasn't getting to strategize. I wasn't getting to plan projects or create things from the ground up, all the different things that I love. You know, it was really just sitting there and answering people's questions based on information that I had access to. And I'm telling you, my mental health took a definite turn for the worst. You know, other things in my life were going really well. I had a great uh, partner, now my husband, and um, living in a great house with great uh, flatmates. But really, I was just, I was so unhappy. And I think that's where that Monday morning dread really comes from, when you just don't feel aligned with that thing that you're doing. Obviously, this is quite an extreme case. It was, you know, a pretty boring job, but it was there and I knew it was there that what I was doing was not me. I'd love you to think back for a second and have a think about, you know, that job or those jobs that you've done where, you know, you've just felt a huge misalignment with with who you are. What was it about that job or that business that was misaligned? Now I'd love you to have a think about where you are right now, the business that you're in right now, the career that you're in, the job that you're in, the company that you're in. How does that feel? How is it sitting with you as a person? It might be that you are 100% aligned and you feel like your place of work, whether it be for yourself or someone else, is really a reflection of who you are. And if that's the case, well done to you because it's pretty hard to get to that point in our lives, I think. If your work is not 100% aligned to who you are, what kind of a percentage is it? Are you feeling completely misaligned with your work or are you feeling, you know, like maybe 20%, 30%, 40%? I think working out how aligned or misaligned we feel with our work is a good starting point for us to think about how we can become more fulfilled in the work that we do. You know, if we're feeling completely misaligned, have a think about, well, what are the things that are making that work feel misaligned with who I am? And are those things things which I can change within my job and my work and work on within that environment? Or is that environment really just never going to satisfy who I am? By the same token, if you're just feeling a little bit misaligned, but you'd really like to step yourself up to the next level and, you know, really have your work uh, speak to who you are, then what are those little things that you might need to tweak? I think, you know, like when Julie changed her brand to really reflect who she was, you know, she saw this amazing uplift in her business and everything kind of started to tick along for her and really start happening once she grounded herself in her identity in her business. And I just think this is so true. It's like when you really embrace who you are, you are going to do great things in your your work or your career. Of course, one of the hard parts with this is actually really knowing who you are and really being uh, tuned into your identity. 
And if that's something where you don't feel 100% sure, I, I really encourage you to work on this. You know, there's a number of ways that you can do that. Um, you know, you might work with a coach, you might do some meditation, you might just do some journaling or some quiet reflection, or perhaps speaking to someone who knows you really well that can maybe help you have a conversation and a reflection about that to really begin to kind of dig into that. It's obviously not something that's really easy to work out overnight, but starting that kind of work, I think, is what's really important. When I did some of this work myself a while back, what I realized was that something that was really important to me was doing good and having a positive impact. And it's something over the last six months that I've really been trying hard to build into my business and into my work and really be much more firm in um, what I'll say yes to and what I won't say yes to, what I'll invest my time in and what I won't invest my time in. Took me a while to realize it, but you know, the moral of my own personal story for myself was that really it was up to me. It was up to me to draw the line in the sand and decide how I wanted to be in my business and what I wanted to put out in the world and how I was going to make that business a reflection of myself. For those of us in business, we do have a, a little bit easier in that sense, in that really it is all up to us. Um, if any of you out there are working for somebody else, it may not be as easy. You know, you may have constraints around the environment that you're working in, which doesn't allow you to be yourself. Um, you know, a classic example of, you know, something quite small, but I think important is how you are expected to dress in an environment where you work or um, the kinds of hours or the you know, what those hours are, you know, if it's early or late, how that is aligned with you and your preferences and your identity um, is not always something that you have control over. Um, I'd love to tell you a little story about a guy I used to work with, though. I, I worked with this um, this guy, Izzy. Hi, Izzy, if you're listening. And Izzy's fashion sense was far from corporate. He had amazing style and when he came into our team, he basically decided that he was going to rock his style, uh, which he did, and managed to make it stick in um, quite a corporate environment. And his, his style wasn't quite as corporate. Why I'm telling you this story is it's, I think, a great example of where I think a lot of people feel like they can't push the boundaries and they can't express themselves in their working environments. But really, once again, it's down to you to give it a go and see how far you can push it or what you can do. On the flip side of that, I just like to put a little call out to all the people who might be managers or leaders of organizations. Is there anything you might be able to do to allow your employees to really express themselves and their true identity within the work that they do more? Now, obviously, I've spoken about some things that are a little more extrinsic, like um, how we dress, uh, but what are the intrinsic things that employees might want to be expressing more within their work? Now, you might not actually be able to find this out unless you ask them, but I really do encourage you to do that. Ask yourself this question, how might I 
understand my employees better so that I can provide an environment that enables them to express their true identities. You know, I truly believe that if we are expressing who we are in fulfilling work, that we are happier, we are healthier, you know, we have um, more enriched lives. So whether you are working for yourself, working for someone else, a manager, a leader listening into this, give some thought to this concept of identity and how it might be affecting you or your staff in your world of work. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Good Work Revolution podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation or meet other like-minded people doing their special round of good work, please come and join us at the Good Work Revolution Facebook group. You can find a link to that in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do feel free to share it around and of course, pop on over to iTunes and leave a review. It really does help us spread the good work revolution word. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can find me at katemccready.com. I'll see you in a week's time for our next episode. And if you don't want to miss that, be sure to subscribe. I look forward to seeing you then. And until then, keep up the good work. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the episode today. I'm so grateful that you took the time to have a listen. I hope you really enjoyed it and got something valuable out of it as well. If you did, I would appreciate it so much if you would leave us a review on iTunes, if that's how you're listening. It always helps us get the word out about the podcast and helps it get into more people's ears. Also, always love meeting people who are listening and hearing what you're getting out of the podcast. So come and say hello on Instagram. LinkedIn, send me an email. I'd absolutely love to meet you online and hear how you are being and becoming a leading being.